I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. The Orange walked the Huskies in a 51-21 win in front of 36,632 fans inside the Carrier Dome, going 4-0 for the first time in 27 years. We'll give you our thoughts on the game. We'll hear your thoughts on the game. The Orange head to Death Valley to play Clemson Saturday, September 29th at noon. Joe will let us know what to expect there and plenty of stuff in between. I am Sean. This is the Cuse Militia Podcast. Is that an orange in your pants, or are you just happy Q's won? Make some noise, orange fans. It's time for the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. Give us a like on Facebook at Q's Militia Podcast and follow on Twitter at Q's Militia. The right of the people to keep and wear orange shall not be infringed. All right, what's up, Cuse Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Cuse Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. And as always, we have so much to get to. But first, also as always, if you are betting with any other betting site other than my bookie, let me tell you what, you're doing it wrong. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust me, they are the best bet this season. They've been in business for years, have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game live betting over-unders on fancy points scored and the most rewarding pay- player perks in the business. My bookie is now slammed with new bettors and wants to give everybody the best possible service. If you are willing to deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern Time, they will give you an additional $25 free play on deposits over 100 bucks. But that, that's only good for after 7 p.m. Join now and MyBookie will match your offer dollar for dollar. Use promo code QS to activate that offer. MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use promo code QS. If you are willing to hold out till after 7 p.m. on any day, you can also get that extra $25 free play by using a different promo code. That promo code is QS25. QS25 after 7 p.m. Get that extra $25. If it was up to me, wait. Get uh, another extra couple hours. Get that extra twenty five bucks. What the hell? You play, you win, you get paid. Um, <laughs> uh, a couple, a couple things real quick. I, I think we'd be doing it. Uh, all, all Syracuse fans could cheer about ODU beating Virginia Tech, right? I think. I think so. Yeah. I think that. I think that's pretty. That's pretty awesome. ODU is a relatively new football program. Oh nine, I think. Yeah. And they just they they just went into the. FBS uh, 
2014. So yeah, no, you could look at it a couple of different ways because if Syracuse fans, I mean, if the teams that they beat come out and keep winning and beat other teams, then maybe these teams that the fans didn't think are that good are actually a little bit better, which maybe in their eyes would make us look a little bit better and even maybe through the country and uh, getting more respect as far as that goes. But true. Yeah. You know, you know, Virginia Tech beat up on Florida State, so you'd like to think they're pretty good and that they wouldn't, you know, be in a situation to lose to an ODU team. But Yeah, exactly. Um, one other thing real quick. Um, <clears throat> at some point, we're going to do a Google Hangout, and what we'll do is that's where we'll be on a live feed through YouTube. I'll send the link out. I don't know if or when we're going to do it. we got to figure out how to do it first. But if we do it, it'll be like a fan thing, and, and, and I'll send the link out on Twitter. If you click the link, you'll be joined in. And then from there, you can um, uh, we can send you a direct link to your email, and you can actually get on with us. So if anyone's mm-hmm. interested in that, uh, we were trying to find ways to do it, and I think that's that's the best way I found to uh, to start off anyway. So all right, well I guess Eric Dungy is healthy. He was twenty one for twenty seven for two hundred and eighty six yards through the air. He had sixteen carries for seventy seven yards and three TDs. That's twenty four rushing touchdowns in his career, tied seventh all time, and he surpassed Jim Brown. So, congrats to him on that. Sean Riley led nine players to catch a ball with six receptions for 120 yards and a TD. Nakeem Johnson followed up with 78 yards. Baldwinsville native Gabe Haran's first catch for Syracuse turns into a seven-yard touchdown. That's awesome. Congrats to him on that. Another quick note on Riley. He had 159 yards in the return game with a punt return for a TD, and he also had 11 yards on the ground. That's 290 all-purpose yards altogether. Mo Neal had a breakout game with 100. 16 yards on 13 carries. Strickland carried five times for 61. Jarvion Howard ripped another long one, 52 yards, but he lost the ball on the goal line. Uh, it was a travesty. So uh, he finished with 60, though, on the ground. Syracuse had altogether 341 yards rushing on the ground, and UConn's David Pendell gashed the orange with a 75-yard rushing touchdown. He was 17 for 24 through the air for only 151 yards. He was also sacked six times. Alton Robertson with three. Um, that makes him the 12th player in program history to do so, three sacks in the game. Kylan Whitner, Kendall Coleman, and Antoine Cordy followed up each with one. Um, so, once again, the defense steps up. It, it, you know, going into Clemson, it's going to be a whole different ball game. But I will say it's been 27 years. We mentioned going 4-0. And I know for a fact that there's people who listen to this podcast that weren't even born. When that mm-hmm. happened the last time, so because uh, I got I specifically got a tweet about it, so um, yeah. you know, in and they won and they won handily, but for some reason, I feel I wanted more. I felt like they could have played better. There was they were a little the defense was a little. Um, no, they're not going to be perfect. Slow. I know, I know, but and there's going to be times in that game when when you, I mean, the beginning looked you know the first. First drive, UConn, they were moving the ball a little yeah, bit, and then then we get that fumble recovery, and then we go down, and our offense just makes it look so easy. So, I mean, when you saw that, like, uh, is this what this day is going to look? And our offense was pretty much that easy for them all game. So I figured that, you know, when a team's scoring on you like that, then the other team has to throw some desperation plays and, and kind of go for it to, to try to get on the scoreboard. And I kind of knew that. You know, there's going to be a play here and there that you know that sprung loose. Well, really? the one the one thing I don't like and that can happen next week is the 11 penalties for 100 yards. 
But yeah. um, other than that, I mean, we rushed the ball for 341 yards, passed for 295, total like 636 yards. It's ridiculous. So, um, and again, like you said, our defense, they still played good. They played it wasn't good. like, yeah, you, you can, I mean, they've, they've scored a little bit of points on some people. I mean, even the ranked teams that they played, they put up what, seven points, 14 points, something like that. So they had a quarterback that broke a long one. And then at some point, maybe, I don't want to say ever come out and say the team gets uninterested, but it put their second teamers in and, you know, so yeah, I mean, how much more you want to see just a murder? Yeah. You want to see like a 65 yeah. to 10? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's pretty much. <laughs> I just felt like, no, no, I think they did. They did great. The, the defense played great. The defense is really, I mean, you had a little bit here and there. And like you said, you're going to have that. And they're like this, maybe, you know, some of the Western Michigan game there for a little bit uh, was a little touch and go. But um, they've done a really good job. They've done a fantastic job. And they're night and day from last year. I mean, um, yeah. You got, um, who is it? Uh, Cisco. He Cisco. Does, he leads the nation. He in leads the nation in interceptions right now. So as a true freshman, yeah, it's so, amazing. I mean, you. I mean, he I, averages one a game. Yeah, it's pretty pretty good. We have uh, more tur- more takeovers or ways and stuff like that. And another thing that I want to mention about this game too is that sometimes that's just what happens. You play a UConn game and everyone's making plays, and sometimes uh, you start to to lose your integrity on the field as far as what your what your um, job is on every single play. And some people try to jump stuff and try to make plays and make big plays. And that's sometimes how some big plays get sparked off. And, and again, uh, to me, there's, I mean, you could say what it is because people are going to disagree with me, but at the end of the year, what do the fans always say? Oh, it's all it's about the wins and losses, right? Like, yeah, so, like exactly. so yeah. whether it's they score another two touchdowns and they beat this team, you know, 65 to seven or 51, 21. The whole point of the matter is, is that they were in control of the game and dominated that team. And there was never a worry that that game was going to be in jeopardy. So that's really what comes, what comes out to me. I don't really care what the score is. If you know, whether it's 30 or whether it's 45, it doesn't really matter. You're in control of the game. You got it done, you know, end of story. Yeah. You know, yeah, no, they did, and, and you know, as far as the offense goes, too, um, I guess nine point eight yards per play in the first half—that's uh, <laughs> incredible. <laughs> uh, UConn's defense, though, has—they give up on an average nine point six, so they're—they were right at that. But it's impressive nonetheless. And Eric Dungey didn't have any—he did not seem to have any issues. What do you think? Did you see anything? I mean. He took a couple no. shots. He took a couple shots, and he. Yeah. he I didn't. He looked see pretty him. healthy to me. I think it yeah. was when he came. He came out with a vengeance, just kind of like what we talked about last week about him being a little probably upset that he had to sit out that Florida State game. So, um, again, it's just, just one of those things where I think he was just in there, and I, I don't know. I think be, watching his like quarterback draws and just like I don't know if he was just calling his own number, or if that was really the play that was called, but you could tell that he was out there to prove a point early. Yeah, he was. He was. He was taking him. Yeah, quicker quicker yeah. than normal. As soon as he saw a little bit of an opening, he was gone. Yeah. So that between that and then, I mean, obviously Sean Riley's breakout game. It, it was. I'd like to see him have a game like that against ACC competition, or you know. You think but, they keep him back there to once Antoine uh, uh, Cordy? I mean, he's been out. He's been back there before for kickoffs. So and 
I don't know if it was just giving Cordy a break or whatever, but I mean, you never know. He might. And another another person that I actually liked uh, from Washington was uh, Nikeem Johnson. I like the guy that I like the way that guy runs with the ball. He runs yeah, it fierce. Yeah, up with seventy eight yards. So yeah, um, you know we had that almost the identical play. What was the it was the identical play. The wide uh, receiver screens like the full, yeah. There was well, like the, the first yeah the bubble screens, but I'm talking about Custis. He, oh, he yeah. he let he let two go on the same play, and the ball was right there both times, over the shoulder, yeah. right there, and just slipped through his hands. Um, we you talk- know what? He's he's a fifth year senior, in which yeah. this is what he's done his whole career. That's why we haven't heard of him, or he hasn't got playing time. So it's just to me, it's just expected at this point. As long as he makes the ones that count. You know, yeah. Thank well, God, thank yeah. God, the ones he's dropped have been in games where we've kind of ended up winning handily. You know, yeah. And unfortunate for Jarvion Howard, we mentioned that he had that fumble on the goal line, which is really <laughs> unfortunate because the week before, Dino Babers was praising him in his in his for doing the exact play, thing. yeah, <laughs> for, for for protecting the ball on his last breakaway run. So, um, you know, mistakes are going to happen, but yep. but it's just unfortunate because I. I love I love Jarvion Howard. I think he should get more, more um, reps. But you know he's he's yeah. a freshman. So I mean, what are you gonna do? Plus, there's there's two other great. I mean, if you include Dungey, there's three other great. Um, uh, no, yeah. So well, what? Jar- you know. Jarvion Howard and Strickland. They only carried the ball five six times, but they both averaged over twelve yards. And even Mo Neal, thirteen carries for one hundred and sixteen yards. He averaged nine yards a carry. I mean, yeah. that's stupid. Yeah, that's so crazy. I mean, we can run the ball, and yeah, it's which is happened in a couple of different teams. I don't know. Next week is going to be a different story, a little bit. Well, we'll but, we'll talk about that. But yep, hey, one will. more one more thing to to hit on real quick. No, we're four zero. Uh, we're four zero. Yeah, but cool. Uh, you know, it seemed on Twitter, the buzz on Twitter, maybe on Facebook, and uh, talking to Syracuse fans who said. You know, we're going to be ranked. We deserve to be ranked. And I was, uh, uh, I don't know. You know, yeah, Boston College lost or whatever. And, you know, Virginia Tech lost. Uh, but it's really dependent on, you know, we we haven't played or or beat. We haven't even played a ranked team yet. I mean, the closest we came was Florida State. And, you know, they were preseason ranked. But, you know. Yeah, well, a lot of it sometimes, too, comes, comes down. Well, it obviously is who you play. But also, where did you start? True. Yeah. Right. You know, if we would have yeah, started absolutely. thirty, right. ranked thirtieth, thirty fifth, uh-huh. you know, then yeah. But we probably started around fifty. Yeah. Well, that's a good point 50 because or 60. they only predicted, you know, the AP was only predicting. I think that was the AP was only predicting uh, two wins. It was predicted two and yeah. ten. So. Two to four wins, most of them. Yeah. That's and and again, just because you know the Power Five team and everything. I mean, we probably started the year off somewhere in the fifties. You know, so it takes a little right. while to move up. Right. And um, uh, Dungey got hosed at the goal line on a penalty, too. I think they ended <laughs> up having to kick a, a field goal on that drive, actually. And, yeah. And they were right there. You know, guy tries to slap the ball out of his hands, and Dungey just turns around and flips the ball at his back, and he gets the flag. So, you know, that's, ty- yeah. that's typical, though. You know, the, the guy that retaliates is the one that uh, – Gets Usually gets caught. That's right. So, uh, final thoughts on the UConn game. Anything? Just, they did what I thought they were going to do, uh, and they're four zero, and I'm pumped about it. Yeah, true. 
It's time to hear from you. The loud mouths from the loud house. The best damn college sports fans in the nation. All right, if you want to get in on the fan feedback, just go to our Facebook page, Cuse Militia Podcast. Go to at Cuse Militia on Twitter or at Cuse underscore Militia on Twitter. And I always, I always throw the question out there. So, um, okay, I'm gonna go do that right now. You can get, yeah, go. It's too late this week, Joe, but you can try. You can try for next week if you really, if you really want to do it. Okay. Um, I'm always late. You're, you are. Uh, (laughs) All right. First thing we had was a poll. I put a quick poll out after the game. Uh, Very simple. Will Syracuse go five and zero? Two hundred and twenty-one votes. It was actually pretty close. Um, Forty-four percent said no. Fifty-six uh, percent said yes. Joe, g- give me an uh, give me your honest opinion. Where do you stand? I'll, I'll go first. Uh, if you want. This is one that I always thought we were going to lose. Right. Uh-huh. I mean, it's on it's on their it's their field, and after last year and the way Revenge. they've been playing this year, oh, right. It's just going to be tough, man. It's definitely yeah. going to be tough. This was one of the ones that I marked up as obviously probably the one. Uh, one of the ones that I definitely thought we were going to lose. So, yeah. Again, just to be four and zero and to be in this point. I mean, we're going to be playing in noon on national television. Um, people are starting to recognize us a little bit, and um, yeah. So I just hope that we go out there and we just do a good, you know, put a good showing up there. Because I know Clemson's going to want to kill us like they did two years ago. Yeah, and I remember too last week when Donald. <laughs> remember Donald from last week when he said. Uh, UConn would give Syracuse a run for their money or whatever in so many words. No, yeah, his Huskies. Yeah, yeah, I know. I couldn't find it because I believe he deleted it all. I went back to try to find an exact quote, and I couldn't find it. But anyway, um, I thought I'd bring that up. So (laughs) for the hell of it, right? (laughs) So, all right, some fan feedback on Twitter. Let's see here. Let's go Twitter. uh, At Geoheater. What a feeling, 4-0 for the first time in my life. Dungey bounce back. Jarvion Howard is a beast. Oh, 100%. I want to see more of him. D-line looks good with Alton, Chris, and Kendall seeing different receivers. Nikeem Johnson is very aggressive. Cisco is great. Hoping we are ranked. Go Cuse. Well, that, was a lot. That, was, that was a lot there. That was a lot there. Good job. Um, that was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, um, I want to see more of Jarvion Howard, too. He got five carries. Is that what he got? Five carries. I think him and Strickland both got five carries. Yeah. So... You know, it's tough, you know, spreading the ball around to that many different people. But, uh, no, yeah, but just by him getting the time because we've been actually beating teams pretty good, you know, he's been getting more carries during the game and then it's getting the coaches, you know, give him more confidence to put him in more packages during practice. And I mean, it's only a matter of time because at some point, like maybe this Saturday when the big boys come around, who's going to know how certain people step up and play? So, yeah, in Darnold, I trust says uh, the team looks very good, but need to see how they are against the top team. The Clemson game will be a big test. Yeah, absolutely. I think we get um, we get a really good idea of how how the rest of the season can go. If if uh, you know Ravion Pierce is out, he won't be there. But if if everyone stays healthy through this week in this game. Um, we'll get a real good inkling of what to expect, I think, going forward. Hey, it's kind of like Sam Darnold in the NFL, in the Jets. Yeah. They, this fi- guy's they finally, play, finally played a real team like Cleveland, and he struggled. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. Uh, uh, at Derek Lenio, 
Uh, Q's offense under Dino has always been one of the best offenses in the country. Look at the numbers. Last year we proved we can run with the best of them. The offense is better this this year than last year in all aspects. This offense leads us to an ACC championship and win over Clemson. Whoa! Hmm. Pump the brakes, brother. Oh, that guy is optimistic. <laughs> Holy cow. Yes, he hey, is. Hey, sorry about that burn, too. Um, I don't hate Darnold like that, you know, but I'm a Giants fan, so I got to right, throw, right, throw right. him in when yeah, I they can. Pro- you know? They probably didn't realize that. Um, so, yeah, okay. Very optimistic. I like that. I like He's that. Drinking, this, drinking the juice. Yeah, absolutely. Steven when on, did he post that? That night? He must that was after saucy. the win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Steven on Facebook says we scored 51 points with a 30 point win. Uh, we are four and zero, and yet somehow it feels like it could have been better. Shows, uh, yeah, I concur a little bit, but it was just it's just a feeling, you know. I mean, it ain't gonna be a perfect game like Joe says. Uh, show how uh, expectations have changed in such a short time, but we survived, and now we get ready to face the number three team at their place. On second thought, feels pretty good to be where we're at. Yeah, absolutely, right. Yep. I mean. Um, yep, that's all you can ask for is you win the games. I mean, let's be honest. I don't think anybody had – I mean, I don't know. You picked Florida State as the upset. But mm-hmm. to actually think that we were going to be four and, uh, you know, win the first four games without a hiccup randomly, you know, it's just – It would have been a tough just, call for in the beginning of the year, I think. Well, I it's hard to – I mean, like we said, 1991. I was eight years old. So I haven't really seen it, even with good teams. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Martha, great game. Keep on trucking. Daniel, great game. Go orange. Cynthia, great game. William says uh, he brought he 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 um, posted a picture of his kids at the game. It was the, his first game with his kids there. It's the first time, and they loved it. Looking oh, forward nice. to the next game. It's awesome. I love that. Oh, yeah. I absolutely love that. So, uh, William, you gotta train them young. Kudos, man. I actually brought my four year old. Who uh, it's his birthday today? Happy birthday, Cole! Uh, it, it, I brought him to a race for the first time uh, this weekend. So, yeah, man, you bring kids to sporting events, and they, once they get on that, I mean, I did it to my oldest one, and every chance Done. he can get, yeah, absolutely. Clifford much improved on both sides of the ball. Go Qs! Yeah, absolutely. Um, there was one other comment I was searching for on Facebook, and I can't remember. Well, I'll tell you, that one. Uh, That's okay. Just going to those games. I mean, I remember as a young kid being able to go to my first game, and it was just, I fell in love with it, you know? I mean, it started me up, and I was going to games, you know, all all the way up until I moved. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. It's awesome. Know? I, I didn't go to too many as a, as a kid, but, um, you know, we always watched them. Everybody gathered around the TV. But uh, my wife did her undergrad there when we got when I got a little older, and she got. Um, she did her undergrad at ESF on campus there, and you get the back then. I don't know what it is now, but back then it was ten dollar tickets. And yeah, I don't know exactly the, what it is. You get now. to sit in, sit in the student section, and that was an experience. I mean, we we did that a bunch, so I was awesome. So oh, awesome. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's it. Thanks for the fan feedback. We appreciate everybody that participates in that. Without you doing that, we wouldn't be able to uh, have that segment. Quite frankly, so no, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. There's some. There's a little bit of controversy with your pick last week. Are you four and zero? Or are you three and one? What do you we, mean controversy? Well, well, I just happened to read that Syracuse didn't cover the spread. That the spread was thirty and a half. Who said that? 
I, you know what? I can't remember. Is is that true or no? The rule is is that you get the number when you place the bet, my friend. Oh, okay, okay. Well, so we placed the bet the at twenty-seven was and a half. When I said it, yeah, okay, exactly. Okay, we placed the bet at at yeah. Like, think about it. You know, if you were to put the bet in on Tuesday right, true, or a, mo- a Monday and true. then it changes three points, they're not going to make you right. go with those points. Right. So, absolutely. I mean, at the end, of, if I picked it on Friday or Saturday, then I would have been. I would have been wrong, but I didn't. You didn't. And, uh, you know, you can see why I lose money when I bet because uh, <laughs> I'm more of a, I got to be honest, I'm more of a casino, blackjack, poker kind of guy. You know, yeah. uh, whenever I bet, this is what I do. My rule of thumb when I bet is to bet that my team is going to lose. Okay. So if I put 20 bucks on Clemson this weekend, okay. Then either I get I win twenty bucks, or uh, Syracuse wins, which is you know even better. So it's a win-win kind of. <laughs> kind I, I used of. to do that with the Raiders all the time because I was so used to losing. I'd be raking it in every week. You know what I'm saying? No. All right. That's... This opened up. <laughs> this opened up at Syracuse being favored by twenty-three. Or well, you know they're getting to twenty-three points. It's gotten to 23. It started open it at 21. Oh, did it? It's okay. Current, yeah, okay. it's well, currently it's... 23 right now, so it's jumped up too. All right, well, there you go. So people have been all over Clemson. According to my bookie right now, at the time you're making the bet, it's at 23. They're jumping mm-hmm. all over Clemson, exactly. Yes, sir. Yeah, well, what the hell are you going to do? That's tough, man. I'm yeah, I know. Lie. I know. But because that's the fun of this, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. So, yeah. So they wouldn't have covered on game day. But when I took the bets, they would have covered and that would have made Syracuse cover every single week. So 23 points is a lot. And I know they want to kick our you know what, but there's a lot. I I still think that it's going to be a close game. So um, I remember the games going when they went to LSU last year and NC State and um, Miami, Florida State last year, and they, they kept it close. They were all close. It was all single-digit games, and this is 23 points, and who knows? I mean, looking at last week, what did they beat Georgia Tech by 28 or something like that? So um, I wouldn't be surprised if this didn't get closer to 24, 24 and a half by the time it's said and done, but I'm just going to I'm gonna stay with, you know, it could be a homer pick. You could say what it was, but Syracuse, is, he, they've covered. He, they're they're, they're going to cover. They're going to stay close enough. And... I think that they're going to stay close enough to cover. Okay. Well, there you go. There's Joe's my bookie pick. Keep your eye on that. Will Joe go 5-0? and oh? We don't know. One thing we do know is if you are going to bet, you're going to have to use my bookie. Look, they're slammed with new bettors right now. They want to give you the best possible service. If you are willing to post, uh, to, to buzz it after 7 p.m., Eastern Time, they will give you an additional $25 of free play on deposits over 100 bucks. Join, or you can join now, and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code QS for that to activate that offer. Visit my bookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use promo code QS when creating your account and claim up to $1,000 in free play. If you're willing to hold out until after 7, you can get the extra 25 bucks. Use promo code QS25 in that case. All right. So if it's me, I'll wait till later. Uh, you do what you want. You play, you win, you get paid. My bookie. All right, Joe. Yes. Um, Syracuse's offense has been high powered, it's been. 
fast. It's been efficient. It's been uh, scary for defenses. You got people dropping like flies left and right, regardless if it's real or not. It doesn't matter. They're dropping like flies. So against, you know, probably one of the best D-lines in the country, best defenses in the country. Yeah. Uh, that's where your grudge match is going to be had. And um, I'm just wondering. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering. Uh, can Syracuse hang? You obviously think they can. They're gonna they're gonna cover the points for the uh, for the spread at my my bookie. So, I mean, what do we got to look out for? They, and plus, Clemson does have a, uh, a a bit of a quarterback controversy, somewhat, right? No, they, they just take... actually today announced the starter. It's gonna be um. It's gonna be uh, Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence. Yes, yes, the f- uh, freshman. Okay. Uh, All right. Trevor Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. He, uh, dude, he was. He threw four five-star. touchdowns. He was. So. He was a five-star quarterback. He was the number one recruit in the nation last year. So, um, so far this year, he's completed sixty-five percent of his passes and thrown for six hundred yards with nine touchdowns and two interceptions. Um, they also have a, a running back, uh, Travis Atn, who has scored against us before, pretty much I think last year, and uh, he's. Most likely going to do it again because he's a very fast track guy. So, um, yeah, these guys, he's had 46 carries for 391 yards and five touchdowns. And then they have a receiver, uh, T. Higgins, who has nine catches for 199 yards and two touchdowns. So he's a big play guy, 6'4", can, uh, can run past our guys and catch balls over top of them. So, um, again, it's just going to be uh, that'd be a great effort on our defensive backs um, to – be able to just make sure that there's not a they limit the big plays. That's how we beat Clemson last week last year. Yeah, we just jumped we jumped on them early. We took and their quarterback lim- out too. Well, that was a part of it too, but don't, that can't that can't. It's not going to be the only reason. Um, uh, obviously, this kid came in and I mean he's starting. Kelly Bryant, I think, is available. He has been hurt. Um, I wouldn't doubt to see both of them. But this Trevor Lawrence kid is is the real deal. Deal pocket passer. He's six six, so he has no problem looking Jeez. over the line. It's, yeah. yeah. So, um, but our our defensive line is good too, uh, in in their own right. You know, we don't have you know four NFL players across the the line like Clemson does, but you know they're they're hungry and they're doing pretty well as far as rushing the quarterback this year as well too. So again, it's just going to have to be limiting the big plays because we know that their defense is going to be tough and it's going to be tough to to score against them. And uh, as far as their offense goes, it's going to be a different offense that we saw last year and definitely a different offense that we saw the second half of last year's game. So, uh, again, it's it's going to be tough, but hopefully we can just use our momentum and um, hopefully our defense and offensive line, you know, the big boys in in the trenches um, are going to be able to come to compete a little bit better against those guys last year. So, yeah, and they got and, and last year we got in there with our defense. We got some sacks, we got some rushes and some hurries, and absolutely. our defensive line I think is even better this year. So I oh, think yeah. that we're going to be able to create some plays. You know, it's just can we? I, I think it's you got to you're in a you're going to be in a hostile environment, and there's got to be some sort. Of, you know, you got to just put your blinders on and not let like some of that affect you. I think being at Clemson adds that extra. You know, as as it was at the dome, it gave us that extra edge. It gave us the, you know, it gave us a little bit of an advantage there. And I, I just think, being at Clemson, it's gonna be it's gonna be a hostile environment, man. So oh, it's just, gonna be very hostile. They're gonna want to beat us, and they, it can't be too big of a stage for them. 
You know, there was there's been times where we like last year, you know, we went down to some places and, you know, but they're playing as the underdog. And yes, they're playing as an underdog this year. But do you really think that some of those players think they're an underdog? I mean, no, I don't think they're on players. They're undefeated. Yeah, we're undefeated. They beat them last year, so they know they can do it. So my whole worry is being overconfident and some of the younger guys, um, it being too big of a stage. You know, Cisco, true freshman, he's been playing great, but this isn't going to Western Michigan or playing home playing against Wagner three games or UConn. Straight in the dome. Yeah, yeah they've been this in is the, some. This yeah. is going to be something different that some of the guys on the team haven't seen yet. So, um, again, there's going to be some guys that are going to be, and that's why I was talking about the hot hand with Jarvion and, and stuff like that. There's going to be some guys that are going to be ready to go, and there's going to be other guys that I think are going to be a little wide-eyed and. Hopefully we can get through that again. I, th- I think the key is going to be just the main stuff as far as like uh, just term, you know, limiting turnovers and penalties and limiting big plays. Uh, that's the way that we're going to beat them. And I think we can. I think I think we can. We're, we're, we're not going to we're not going to score forty or fifty points on them. Uh, hopefully it's a grudge match. It, 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 a grudge match is best for us anyway in a game like that. So what do you mean as far as like just? As, as far low as kind scoring, of like a low-scoring defensive battle, more or less, you know, I think benefits us. I think oh, I could benefit anybody, but of course I'm going to say it benefits us because I'm a Syracuse <laughs> fan. But I think Man. that, you know, instead of like having a shootout, I think – I think Well, again, I think that's what you want as a fan because – you don't. You know that the the Clemson's that the fans are going to be there. It's going to be a crazy environment. Um, it, it just it, hel- it helps that drag. we're four and zero, but obviously yeah. it's because we beat them. But the longer that we stay in the game, you know they're going to come out for blood early, and we just have to be able to kind of hold hold off the waves. And as we go on, and as the fans might begin a little bit less loud and more worried because the game's close, or this is then the, then you know the um the pressure on the players starts to, and that's when you win games like that on the road. Um, you know, it's a huge advantage with a game like that, especially being an underdog when you're playing at home, like last year, because once you're close, your crowds into it, then it's tough for the other team. This is the opposite. We're going to have to just, we're going to have to just, you know, hoard off every wave after wave after wave until it gets close enough to where they start doubting themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Otherwise, you know, it could happen to us and we could have players lose confidence and it could get out of hand early. And that's something I don't want. So in the beginning, it's going to have to be like that. Exactly. All right. Well, um, all right. Well, hey, it's time to uh, it's time to give away some koozies. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Think? Just send them to me. I sent let's, you your address. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. Joe's got to get his koozies. I was waiting because I got some other things that I'm also going to give out with these koozies now. So I'm going to send... Um, um, if you go to iTunes, if you listen on iTunes, first of all, subscribe. Subscri- subscribe on any platform you listen on. That would be uh, um, a huge a huge thing for us, and we'd appreciate it. But if you go to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and uh, written review, read your review on the show, you uh, email us, qsmilitia at gmail.com. Give me your address. I'll send that stuff out. Um, this is from John Jacob, 0436. Uh, the Qs. Great podcast. I listen to every episode. So there you go. See, it takes two seconds. It took John Jacob 0436 probably about, I don't know, 15 seconds to do that. And he's going to get two koozies, and I got some decals. I got a Cuse Militia decal and a regular Syracuse decal that uh, I will send out to him. So John Jacob 0436, 
Thanks, Stengelheimer Schmidt. <laughs> Email us, qsmilitia at gmail.com. All right, any final thoughts to wrap this up, Joe? Anything? Yeah, anything? I always put, you, I always put you on the pumped. spot about that. You're pumped. I'm pump you pumped. up. Okay. Pump. Pump, I'm, pump I'm pumped. Up. I'm pumped. I'm also nervous. I'm not going to no, lie. you got to be nervous about it. But, again, you just go into it. as You, you have to – even if uh, if somebody would have told you that you were 5-1 and one going into the Pittsburgh game in the beginning of the season, Syracuse fans would take it. 4-1. and one. It, No, I'm saying – I'm, no, I'm – Oh well, yes, it would be four and one. Yes, right. four and one going into the Pittsburgh game. Yes, then I think anybody would take that. You Absolutely. know, if I'd have told you going into the Pittsburgh game, the sixth game of the of, of the of the year, the only loss you're going to have is at Clemson. Then I think everybody would take you that. So okay that, yeah. again, just like last year, playing against these teams like that, we just have to look at it as a fan as an opportunity. You know, be anxious, be pumped. But I would kind of, you know, kind of hone in the expectations and just, you know, just watch it as a fan and just hope that, you know, it can happen again. Because if it does, then we're going to shoot right up into the top 25. And even if oh, we, absolutely. we're right on the eight, cusp anyway, we're right, we're right there in the fringe. So, I mean, realistically, even if we go in and we give them a good game, like it's a couple points, it comes down to the yeah, last possession. Still could get that in might, there. that might be enough to shoot us in. So yeah, we went from um, two votes to 25 votes in the AP. Right. So, so two, two again, votes. this is just an opportunity to make something to allow something special to happen. Um, otherwise, it's no harm, no foul, because it's basically a loss that every fan, Syracuse fan expected. And, you know, the, more, the most important one is the one after that, I believe. And that's making sure that we don't lose to Pitt, who just lost to UNC. So, again, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm looking at it like take your chances, this, this and that. But five and one going into the bye week Four would be. One. Well, I'm saying if they oh, beat the Pittsburgh, pit, pit, would yeah. be spectacular. So, again, I'm, I'm not trying to look ahead. I'm just saying I'm just kind of putting it into perspective as half the season is coming to an end in these next two games. And and this is just one of those ones where just see the expectations, but just know that, you know, it's it's just an opportunity to just put us on the map, like, for real. Like, I, yeah. you know, like you right imagine? in the top just, 25. Just revel in this for a second, Q's fans. Yeah. Q's Nation. Think about this. That's it. And I'm not saying it's going to happen, but just think about this. Syracuse goes to Clemson, Death Valley, at noon, and they keep it tight, and they end up beating Clemson. <laughs> Could you freaking imagine? Right. Exactly. 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 Yeah. It would be so, insane. We yeah. would be the talk of, and you know, last year it was like, oh, they beat Clemson, but they only have three wins. <laughs> you know, and True, they were right, like, right. we were, we were already three and four or something like, or whatever, three and two after we beat them or something like that. So, I mean, we're four and zero. Oh. So, like you said, it would be something. Us being five and zero, oh, just beating Clemson, basically just launching us right to the top of our division in the ACC. Like, oh, it'd be crazy. It would. That's something. That's something that hasn't happened in such a long time. So. I know. So, all right. So, well, like I said, it, revel in that opportunity. Yeah, just you get a week. So, um, good luck to Syracuse, and uh, you know we'll see it. It's going to be an exciting game, regardless. And look, <laughs> it's going to be a long week. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank everybody who participated in fan feedback. Thanks for the reviews. Thanks for the 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 tweets, the mentions, and um, you know the interaction on social media. It's huge. It's huge. Uh, we really love all that stuff. So um, we appreciate all of that. And uh, I guess that's it. So you know, more Cuse Militia podcasts is inevitable, as always. So for Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Peace. 
This has been the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. Be heard. Contact us on Facebook at Q's Militia Podcast and tweet at us using hashtag Q's Militia. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. JJ has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.